Welcome back, empty nesters. Today is so fun. I wish that all of you could be in the room with me today because I have a live guest. Lisa's Yay. here. Everybody listening, we have Lisa Bain from Lisa Bain Ministries, and I have followed Lisa for gosh a while. We have so many similarities. Um, Lisa, just yes. dive in and please tell everyone about you because I'm thrilled about this message and this podcast that should offer so much hope to people. Oh, That's well, our goal today. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. Um, well, I am actually a Tulsa girl. I was born in Nashville, but was only there for a year and then yeah. have been in Tulsa my whole life. Um, my dad was a dean at ORU for about over 50 years and I grew up there. I love that. Mom was a piano teacher and music was a huge part of my life. But And as you know, animals yes. were such a huge part of my life. Um, I incorporated them into my nonprofit world. Um, have done that for about 13 years, founding two nonprofits, and um, I have four amazing children, one grandson, two new dogs now, one that's a year, Mabel yes. Joy, and then a 17-month-old Maddie Grace, Bernie's Mountain Dogs. Then I have an amazing husband that I've been married to for 20 years. And I love that his name is Skipper. Skipper Bain. And the way he got that name is pretty funny. That's not oh, his real name. Okay, tell us. <laughs> tell us about that. We love fun stories on the podcast. Well, he when he was born, his name was, are you ready? Yeah. He's going to be like, why did you say that? Winfred Leon. Winfred Leon. Winfred Leon. I know, right? Winfred I, sounds more kind of like a dog name. I, I'm me. telling you. I Sorry for anybody of, named I Winfred. I can go all kinds of places with that. And he'll crack up that we've been talked about it but they sent out baby invitations and it had a little baby skipper driving a ship doing a really ship. and everyone was like oh it's the little skipper and so they named them skipper okay that is so, so funny that's how he got the name skipper i and, love that yeah. and listeners we do share a love of animals lisa and i both i i was going to add this at the end but i'm just going to throw it in there because we are passionate about therapy dog mm -hmm. work and we have parallel lives not really even knowing each other really mm -hmm. until the therapy dog world. Right, right. And so Lisa and I are both, and you correct me, Lisa, if I need to have you jump in, but we're <laughs> both affiliated with the Alliance of Therapy Dogs, which is the national organization. Listeners, if you are at home with a wonderful dog, you can go to the Alliance of Therapy Dogs website and look at how to do this yourself. It is so easy, don't you think? Yeah, Lisa? oh, it is. And it's it's therapy for you. I mean, yes. I got these two dogs after we lost um, Mavis Pearl and Gracie. Yes. Um, they were such a blessing to have in the pandemic. And I mean, it's a therapy for other people, but it's also a therapy to train them. And yes. they give and give. And give and give. And I believe, I tell so many people in my therapy dog work, and I know Lisa does too, that God creates these special animals. You can grab mm -hmm. one out of a shelter that is meant to be a therapy dog. Absolutely. And when we say train, there's just things you do at home and work with mm -hmm. your dog. You don't have to pay a trainer. You don't have to go to obedience class, but we could do a whole podcast. Boy, that would be a whole podcast, that, wouldn't but it? But we do passionately love dogs and animals. So back to you, Lisa, tell us more about your ministries and about you. Well, um, I just finished up a book called It's Better Out Here, Stepping Out of Your Brokenness into Purpose. And it also has a companion journal that goes with it. Great. That's a, a gratefulness great. journal that we'll talk about, I'm sure, a little bit okay. later. 
Um, but all of the ministries really began out of a broken place. And mm. I know this is about empty nesters. Yes. And yes. so much of my purpose and what I'm doing happened after my nest became empty. Okay. And so for all of those empty nesters that are in that, you know, really melancholy place of what now? Yes. Sometimes, many times God shows up in those times, I remember sitting in the floor of an empty room of our, our after our last child left, and I was like, "What now?" You know, and I mean, boy, God yes. answered that one fast. It so. gets quiet real quickly. Doesn't it does. It? You it know, does. it gets quiet, and you have time. And I love hearing from empty nesters about, you know, please do a podcast on this, or please. There are countless Facebook pages and other places, and that seems to be the big question about what next. So right. how did you get to your what's next? Well, um, you know, it's kind of like you live, I, I, my Tahoe was my home. We had four kids involved mm -hmm. in everything, and yes. that was my life, my yep. identity. And, um, you know, after that, oddly enough, our ministry started um, through a cancer diagnosis and an autoimmune disease diagnosis. Um, not long after we became, you know, everyone left. Yes. Um, I, my mom was diagnosed with stage four ovarian cancer oh. and she was my best friend. And I was sitting at the foot of her bed and that same week I was dealing for years with many illnesses and they found that I had the same gene as my mom, which carried with it four autoimmune Goodness. diseases, which are tough. They're tough ones. Oh, and gosh. the doctor... Same week said, Lisa, you're, throw away your running shoes, call it a day. You're probably not going to be walking in six months. Wow. And this was 10 years ago. And I was sitting there on my mom's bed having to tell her she was filled with cancer. And the doctor said, probably five months and six months for me to walk. And I mean, as I sat there, I was like, Lord, this is going to go down in history is the worst day of my the life. The worst day ever. And, and, and listeners, I do want to direct you to Lisa's website. Lisa, tell them where to go because there's some beautiful pictures of you and your mom. Oh, yes. And um, she's precious. I wish I would have known She is her. a dear. It's lisabain.com. Yes. So listeners go there. And there's beautiful pictures. You can see family and dogs mm -hmm. and Lisa and her mom and, yep. and all that we're talking about. Yes. Um, so after I told my mom this news, she closed her eyes and took a 30 second pause. And I know that the Lord was just sharing with her what she wanted to do. And when she opened her eyes, she said, are you ready for this? She said, we're going to go treasure hunting. God's got beautiful things. And then we're going to find the greatest treasures through serving. She knew this was going to give me a purpose, that it was going to wow. keep me walking. And she wanted to put a nonprofit in place that would help those with life-altering illness, special needs, those walking through broken places that many times fall wow. through the cracks. Yes. So um, we began that journey together of chicken suits and chemo visits and party hats. And we just spread joy wherever we went. And there are wonderful pictures. You also have a Facebook Yes, we have page. a Facebook and Instagram, a Pinterest, a LinkedIn, yes. you name it, and, go there. And, and listeners, know. that precious dog, I did have the privilege of knowing um, Mavis, Mavis Pearl. Pearl. Uh, good old cutest Mavis. Cutest bulldog who would be happy in any costume, mm -hmm. anywhere. I mean, it's like the Lord really told oh, her, Mavis, yes. this is what you're going to do. And y'all walked that out together for years, didn't you? Oh, it. she was for that season. God truly brought her because we she had was. just gotten her um, as a therapy dog. She had just been through all of her therapy things. And then all this happened. So we were able to take her on visits. That's um, just to, to not coincidental. And if she doesn't, she wouldn't wear a tutu. She would pout. She would come in 
with the tutu in her mouth of the one she wanted to wear that day. I, I mean, mean, she, she was she was a little diva. She, she, she was precious it. and her little smile and she really knew exactly mm-hmm. what she was supposed to do. Yes. And it was wonderful. She was definitely sent from God and we have so many miracle stories of the things that she did. I'm yes. thankful for that. So that that really began um, the first nonprofit, Join the Cause, which I'm not involved in now. I'm with Lisa Bain Ministries, yes. but that was a springboard yes. to Lisa Bain Ministries. Absolutely. And um, it was just so fun to see God take those broken places and use them as springboards to take you to the next season. To the next season. And, you know, your mother just innately to pause for that minute mm-hmm. and just receive a download from the Holy Spirit. And you knew that she... Someday I'm going to write a book about that pause. Yeah, <laughs> that she had, I like to say, and listeners have heard me say that before in some other episodes, that there is great power in the pause mm-hmm. when you lean into the Lord during those hard times. But your mom sounds like she was a, a cup half full kind of lady. Oh, she literally, I think in that pause... It was on speed dial with the Lord yes. and he was showing her everything. And she even said, as soon as she opened her eyes, you need to get your pen. You need to write the good, the bad, the ugly, the happy, the sad. You write. And, and you're a she wonderful was gonna, writer. She was yes. going to pour things into me. Actually, I, I really am not. That's one of those things that God, when you give him your fears and you give him that box he has great plans and he will give you things that you never dreamed. And that's he one does. of those things that my mom, she, she did these things called momisms. And it's kind of like, you know, what you see is what you're looking for. Yes. Um, yes. There's life is a thank you note. Uh-huh. She, and so I have these little momisms. I talk about them in the book, but um, she, I realized that those momisms get me through some of the days. And especially on the broken parts, but That's exactly right. It was the foundation that hope, um, and that joy was the foundation because, as we all know, um, you know, happiness is based on circumstances. Mm-hmm. Joy, I have found, is just practicing breathing in the presence of God. Yes, and absolutely. that can look all different ways. It can, and you know, we have to harness that. Some days you don't wake up and feel that way. And my sweet mom, one of her momisms, she has two. It was funny when you said yours. It popped into my head. My mom always goes, well, that's why there's chocolate and vanilla. So that's one. But another one is that joy is Jesus, others, Mm -hmm. yourself. And that spells out joy. Yeah. So you did mention um, empty nesters. And and most of you listeners who've been with me from the beginning, thank you so much. There's you all of you are from all over the country and all over the world. And I shout out to those international people every time. I love hearing from you and and a lot of you have been really honest to say that you've been broken and you're stuck. And that's why I wanted to bring Lisa on today because she's been through, walked through this, grabbed her pen, figured out how to do this. But what about, what about people that just are really stuck, Lisa? What can we say out of this brokenness? You know, um, my mom used to always give me an illustration. There was one day that I came in. And I had gotten, received a really bad diagnosis. It had been a bad day. And we used to love to do puzzles. And we did sunrises and sunsets. And she'd always have like a little puzzle piece. And she said, Lisa, look at this puzzle that we've just done. What is, what makes the beautiful sunrise out of it? And I said, well, it's the shading. And she said, right. But what piece of the puzzle is that? And I said, it's the black piece. And she said, Lisa, 
that's the most important piece of the puzzle. Without it, there would be no bright brilliance of the sun. So you're good. holding a black piece, but Lisa, it's the most important part. And you need to know that in that broken place, God is refining, he is teaching, he is growing, he is getting you ready for the next stage. And not long ago, about a year and a half ago, I walked through just an awful, just a hurtful betrayal. And I thought, you know, Lord, how do I pull out of this? And he said, sometimes those broken places are really divine interventions. They're not accidents. And had I not had that broken piece, that dark piece of the puzzle, I wouldn't be sitting here with you right now doing this podcast. There would be no book. There would be no resilience care box. And, you know, it's kind of like the Lord said on that third day of just being in the fetal position in the kitchen. Let me know when you're ready. Uh, Lisa, you know, I'm, I'm right here. Are you done yet? You know, because I have a really great plan. You've got to just trust me on this. And, you know, in the book, I talk about different steps because I remember saying to someone one time where they came and they were like, I just feel so broken. And someone said, well, just trust God. Well, what does that look like? Right. What does that look mm-hmm. like when you are in the fetal position, you are sobbing, you are broken, you can't even lift your head well, up? Well, and for some people, I, I'm going to, we get real honest on this podcast. For some people, it's hard to trust someone you don't like. And and that is if exactly what- If you're super mad. One, right. Yeah. And one of the things that I wrote about was you from vulnerability. Yes. And having to not only, you know, you've got to be vulnerable with God to trust him on it. And then walking through that authenticity. How do yes. you- find authenticity in other people when you've been broken by them. Yes. You know, and um, and then, you know, serving and forgiveness and rest. And rest. And um, so many things and play up and self-compassion yeah. are, you know, do we allow ourselves to walk through all those things? I'm one of those people where it's like, yes, trust God. Well, let me see the steps. And it was through that recent betrayal that God really showed me these are the steps, Lisa, that you walk through and you're able to walk through to that other side. Because, And I can honestly tell you that one of the main things that has totally gotten me out of that broken place is serving. Yes. And that's- 100%. It's yes. one of our, your little bag says, serve, step out, see miracles. And someone said to me, but you got that backwards. It's step out, serve, see miracles. I said, no. Nope. No. You know why? Because sometimes you're so broken- you can't get outside of the That's box. That's exactly right. And you have to start in that broken place. And I've been there. And that broken place was simply a cry out to God, help. Yes. That was my step. And he would eventually let give me the strength to get outside of the box to And the serve. world can get so small. Our worlds oh. can get so small. My husband and I went through a very, very hard season of brokenness. I've shared about that on a couple of podcasts and listeners, you can listen to any of them about marriage and and hear some of our story. But our counselor was so great. Brent and Janice Sharp, they're, uh, look up an episode. Love them. They're wonderful. Um, and, And I will never forget sitting in the chair and we were just a broken couple, just broken with precious children at home and we needed to figure it out. And he said, if you two think this is the worst thing, that has ever happened, I would like for you, both of you, to go serve at the homeless shelter. And we had never been downtown. We were kind of a younger married couple. And I'm telling you, we were so focused on ourselves, Lisa. Mm -hmm. It was just... We look back and we think, shame on us, you know? And we started serving together people who had nothing but clothes on their back. And we began to heal together and individually 
but we had to get out of ourselves and serve and do something for someone else. It's so easy to be inside of the box yes, because it's safe there. It's safe. But what happens is you start to play those tapes mm-hmm. in your head and it becomes a selfish place because yes. you're not able to get out. And I've been stuck there so many times. And I remember leaving um, a very, very unhealthy marriage when I was um, younger with two babies. And I oh. found myself in the floorboard of a car with a newborn, a little one-year-old and a two-year-old. And oh. And um, holding their hands and just crying out to God, I'm on my own. I'm, I'm here. I am. Yeah. Help. All I could do was get the words help. And the Lord just whispered to my spirit, Lisa, what do you want? And I remember I had a post-it note and I wrote on the post-it note, Lord, I don't want to feel this way. I yeah. want to help others not feel this way. What is my purpose? Mm-hmm. I want a godly husband. And I, you know what I even put on there? I want dogs, fun dogs. Be careful what you pray for. I know. I know, seriously. And and so I, I have that post-it note to this day. And I was writing out my purpose statement. And, and you know what? In my most that broken place. exactly where I feel like I am with this podcast. You and I were talking about yes. that. And listeners, you can pray for dogs. If any of you, we're all... <laughs> It's really interesting at the empty nest season, as children leave, sometimes the first or second family precious dog has passed away as well. Mm-hmm. So we now have a couple of new ones mm-hmm. that are, you know, we look at, are these going to be our last dogs? Like, it's really strange. But my husband and I earnestly prayed for the Lord to show us if we should get this silly new Sharpay. And he affirmed that. And listeners, you can pray for anything. You can pray oh, for your absolutely. pets. Absolutely. And and I mean the, the dogs were part of yes, the ministry. And everything are. that I wrote down, God answered beyond my wildest mm-hmm. dream. He he efficient three twenty at it. He gave me far beyond what I could it's dream of or grasp. But that was my purpose. And yes. in that broken place, in the broken place of the diagnosis of me and my mom, and in the brokenness of the betrayal, those are three broken places yes. that were defining to why I am even here and made it through. And oh, the things I have learned. I oh. would seriously say, Charlotte, that I would go through it all again to be right where I am yes. and have the relationship that I have with the Lord mm-hmm. because you really are close and intimate with God when you go through broken. Yes. You are closer to God than you've ever been. And I I have these beautiful little Kintsugi cups on my kitchen table. And I, I don't know if you're those. Do you yes. know? And listen, my Aunt Harriet, Auntie, if you're listening to this in Denver, My aunt was the first person that said, Charlotte, of all the art that I am learning about, Mm -hmm. she's taking wonderful art classes. She Mm -hmm. said, there is a form of art that I want you to know about, and Mm -hmm. I want you to tell the listeners about it. But my aunt shared this with me, and um, she has made a pot herself, and it's beautiful, and Mm -hmm. I want to buy one. I would love to just learn about it and get it, but I want you to tell the listeners because it's beautiful. Yes. Well, it's Kintsugi artwork and it's a Japanese form of art and they take a beautiful cup or a bowl and they purposely break it and they fill the cracks with gold, silver, or platinum Yes. and they emphasize the imperfections and that beautiful creation with cracks filled is more valuable than the one that's not. And it symbolizes that those cracks are beautiful places. Yes. We are a container for God's glory. And when we're weak, he is strong. And it's it's funny that you mentioned that about the bowl, because one of the things that we're going to be doing in a Bible study I'm leading is we're going to be making our own kintsugi pots. And this. I, I, this is really funny, but I wanted to try it out and do this. And it took me by surprise. I 
I had the bowl and there were some things that had recently happened um, that had just hurt my heart and yes. I had to walk through forgiveness. Yeah. And I began breaking the bowl. And as I was breaking the bowl, I just started crying. It was like, okay, Lord, I am releasing this one. I yes. am releasing this one. And making that bowl was such a an amazing healing journey. Yes. Because it turned out to be this beautiful thing, but it was it, I mean, it was bad. I really broke it. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. And, yeah, and, and then gold. we filled it with gold and the whole process of Beautiful. it, and it's sitting on my table, and and um, it just is a reminder that you know I am walking in love. I am choosing to walk in love. Yes. In, in, in this situation, um, I and I listeners, love this. if you're not an artist, I I did a little googling because I I was reminded of this beautiful art uh, from my aunt and. Looking that up, you can order beautiful coffee mugs on even oh, Amazon. You even, can order. Yeah, oh, yeah, Amazon. And, and Etsy. another thing, Etsy. yes, and Etsy and the symbolism of stained glass too, which is all of the broken glass. And then mm -hmm. the dark leaded pieces in the middle are what help that glass shine. And so yes. it's, that's a reminder to me as well. But I love that I, you're sharing about that. that. And you have necklace of artists, right? Um, yes, helping. and you have one now. <gasps> I do. Okay. Yes, in I'm your bag. Thank you. <laughs> I'm excited about yeah, that. Yeah, even the story of how those came to be with, with the, I wanted a necklace in every one of our resilience care boxes. I love that. And it was just, yep. So they're in there. But. And listeners, okay, so Lisa's referenced a resilience box, and I'm looking at one right now. This is what's so fun about us being in person, but I will somehow get this out and put it on my website where you can see this box. Lisa, tell us about these beautiful boxes that you offer for people. Well, you know, it's, we talk about walking through broken. And one of the mm -hmm. things that our ministry is about is care with connection. Everybody has a story. You're never too broken to share your story and your story mm -hmm. needs to be shared. It's a manual for somebody else yes. to walk through their broken. And so we wanted these boxes when you open them up for you just to feel love from so many, and there's so many stories. Um, the quilts that are made are from our sweet little quilting ladies. Many of them have walked through broken themselves. Every tie is a prayer for the recipient, yeah. and they've written letters that are in the box for them. We've got the story of the necklace in there. We've got Wonderful. the precious John 316 gals that came and helped make the spa bags and create snack bags. They wrote a big card. Wonderful. There's there's a story and an intention behind every item in this box. And we explain that. So when you open it, it's kind of like you get to go on this treasure hunt and see people who have walked through their own broken to a victorious place. Yeah. Um, because I mean, you know, let's face it, 2020 and 2021 was <sighs> broken beyond. I mean, we were broken. just talking about yes. this. Listeners, we talked about this before. And, and those of you that have been with me, this whole entire podcast, I told Lisa, we were sitting down praying for all of you that are listening about how this podcast began because there were so many people, and Lisa and I both believe with everything in our being that every single person on the face of this earth, no matter what you have been through or what you've walked through, God made you unique. There is mm -hmm. no one else like you. You have passions that are so different than your friends or even family members. You have more than one purpose. And for any of you that have just sort of lost your way in that, right. we're here to tell you, we want you to get that back. That is the purpose of what Lisa is doing. That's the purpose of this podcast. And we just want everybody on the other side of this podcast to just sit up a little straighter. If you're working out, whatever you're doing and believe in yourself. 
Right. And, and just to be able to find that hope. And one thing I think that has been so prevalent is the noise. Hasn't it been easy to listen to the noise? And that's one of the things mom said is don't listen to the noise, focus on the mission. Yes. And because it's, isn't it easy to say, Hey God, why are you over there? And I'm over here. And mom used to always say, well, he didn't move. He didn't move. My mom said that too. You know, and it's the noise and I mean, social media before, you know, you can get sucked into that like a black hole and be thinking, you know, it can make those tapes in your head start playing. And then it's so hard and it's been so loud. And then a friend of mine had a really, a really interesting thought though, like the dichotomy of all of us caught up in every single political thing, every, Mm -hmm. the craziness of COVID. And so it's all really, really loud. And then when you shut it off, the quiet Mm -hmm. that's in in a home that might be empty. And Lisa, we, I've talked with you about this. We have listeners shout out to you, single moms who are empty nesting. Mm, we have shout yes. outs to widows who have walked through something that only you know. Your quiet is different. We have those of you, I have not yet been through the death of a family member or anything like that. And I wanted you, Lisa, to share any thoughts you have with maybe somebody who's listening and they've just lost their mom. Do you have any thoughts for just how to, how to do that? You know, um, my mom prepared me so well. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, that scripture, his grace is sufficient. I mm-hmm. tell you, I've, I lost six people this last week and I've watched family members, grieve oh family goodness. members. And this last week? Last yeah. week, oh, six. So it's been, it has been dear, Horrible. dear people. But you know, I have seen God pour buckets full of grace. And um, one of the things that um, I learned. And it's hard for a server. Yes, it is. To get help from community. And that's Mm -hmm. one of my things that I talk about in the book, the importance of community, to be able to have Mm -hmm. that genuine, authentic community supporting you and not to isolate yourself in that box. That's right. Um, Now there's some times that I needed to pull away and just be in my prayer closet. That's right. Um, But then I needed to surround myself with people that were lifting me up because Mm -hmm. sometimes I couldn't lift my arms, but other people could and they were surrounding me and praying for that grace and that peace. Um, because I call it elevator grief. I kind of coined that phrase because it feels like, you know, when an elevator goes down too fast and you're like, <gasps> you just, it's that grief that just takes your breath away. Um, and you don't have a shelf to put it on mm-hmm. and God has to be that shelf. Yeah. And it's a wonderful shelf for him to be. He's had to be that shelf for me in many, many areas of my life, even, you know, with the loss of my mom. But when we lost Gracie and Mavis together, at the same oh, that, time, and that was for so all you dog sad. lovers, yes. you're going to know that was, that was a kicker. That was a gut punch. Um, but you know, it was just, God was there and it was the right timing. Yeah. And it's almost like Mavis even knew my season has been fulfilled and now it's Mabel's turn. Isn't that just amazing? She knew. You posted about that and it was so surreal to see those dogs And it was so beautiful that Lisa shared that because I think those of us, we need to know that we can grieve that, you know, I've I've got some people that their uh, dogs are their life right now and they're losing their dogs. That's right. And I mean, it is heartbreaking to lose 
a person and it's heartbreaking to lose an animal. It is. Um, and so it's just, yeah. And, and I remember mom, my service dog, Holly, she said, now nah, it's okay if you cry harder at Holly's death. Don't you cry at mine. I know Holly's is going to hurt. Oh. <laughs> so I was like, mom, mom, she's already, but my mom you. loved animals too. And yes. she knew. So she's so precious. Um, I want to circle back to your health real quick for anyone that may be wondering, like we have you right here. So yeah. how, how is your health? Tell us what happened well, or guys, what's happening. Um, it is a gene and um, it's called an HLA B27 positive gene. You guys can look that up. And wow. there's some autoimmune diseases that fall into that. Ankylosing spondylitis. Yes. That's when your spine kind of fuses. Okay. Um, spondyloarthritis, rheumatoid arthritis, mm-hmm. the whole gluten thing with the gut thing going yes. on. Um, and it's the arthritis of the ligaments and tendons. And so there's just, but it just kind of, it just kind of goes in clusters and, um, it, you just, you know, there'll, there'll be times where I'll feel my legs getting ready to go. And I'm like, okay, here we go. And I have to laugh. Cause one time I was, at, I was, I was at Walmart. I felt them going and oh, I, gosh. I collapsed and right. And I was holding on to the, um, to the cart. And I was right in front of the baby food. And I thought, okay, do I sit here and act like I'm choosing out strained bananas? Or do I just, am I like, praise the Lord, yeah, I'm yeah. having a price. Oh. You know, but it was, I had, you have to laugh. And because the feeling comes back. Because it can just come on. It just kind of comes and goes. Oh, and gosh. And just, you know, but the thing that I, I'm on, on this may sound weird, but I, I can really understand people walking through autoimmune because yes. you don't look sick but you can hurt so bad and just be in a dark place. I remember hurting one day where it was just one, such a bad day. And I had a guy walk up and he goes, well, how can you talk about hurting? Because you never have a bad day in your life. And I was like, oh, if you only knew the pain I was feeling right now, Mm -hmm. but you don't know. And so that's one of the reasons why we put life altering illness and the brokenness in there, because there's so many illnesses that fall through the cracks. Yes. You're not crazy. Your brain is not crazy. You truly do have something, um, you know, and it's just, it's a, it's a day-to-day journey. I have to work on it every day. Every day. Um, we're jumping through some hurdles on some latest things that I'm trying to get figured out too. Cause you know, um, but, but there's hope. And again, I can't emphasize this enough and I can give an example. This Saturday I woke up and I couldn't even get out of bed. Ugh. And I thought, Lord, and he said, put one foot on the floor. I'm going to take it from there. And I looked at my joy jar, which has little items Mm -hmm. in it that I pull every day. And it was go make a home visit. And I thought, okay, I'm going to go make a home visit with Maddie. I know exactly who I'm going to go to. They've been asking me to come by. And we got in the car. And as I was driving there, I was just, Lord, you're going to give me grace. We got out of the car, had the most phenomenal visit. It was such a blessing. So many little miracles happened. And then it was like, okay, what next, Lord? And it was one of the most productive days. And I truly didn't think I was going to make it out of bed. And you just have to choose. You cannot give Truly, it is. Yes. It is a choice. And and God really does give the grace. And then there are some days where he wants you to stay in bed. And take a rest day. And rest is so important. And I let myself do it. Mm -hmm. I will take those days where I just stay in bed. And mm. I rest and I pray and I read and it's a refilling day too, yes. I think, because you can't pour out if you're constantly serving. And I know you and I were talking about sometimes it's easier just to offer, offer, offer. 
and not say no. And no is a complete sentence. We I've had to learn that that That's no right. is a complete sentence. And or not right now. Right. Sometimes I say that, like, let me think about that, but not right now. Mm-hmm. And listeners, for those of you that um we've we've also walked through some podcasts together about finding your purpose and what is what is your day look like that someone else's day doesn't look like. And that's what's so awesome is if you say, Lord, I'm going to put one foot on the floor, your day might look completely different than what Lisa and I are called to do, but it's going to be what God's asking you to do. And for those of you that are, are trying to remember if we did a podcast on purpose, we did. I think it's episode six. Go back and listen with Shirley Stairs where we walk through how to find your purpose. There's a really Mm. concrete podcast Mm -hmm. about you can, I just, Lisa and I want you to do the day the way that the Lord wants you to do your day. And when you do realize and find your purpose, it's easy to really have direction on that day. And every day that I wake up, the first thing I pray is, Lord, let nothing today be an accident. Yes. Let every minute be orchestrated by you. And sometimes the roadblocks and the detours are orchestrated by him because I ended up in a place that I wouldn't have or at a time that he yes. needed me there, you know? And so everything um, has intention when you, when you pray that. It really does. And my husband and I were talking about that this morning. We had this weird thing happen where a ring of mine fell down into the crack of my car and got lodged under the seat tracking. Like they oh, literally no. had to take the thing off. It, it didn't make any sense at all. But we've learned to think about, you know, all these people that have businesses, what if it was just as simple as that man that owns that place needed that particular amount of money? I mean, right. you just don't know. And if you can just trust the entire day to just offer it up as an offering to the Lord, sometimes it's not really about us either. It's about what do we do with the finances we have and the mm-hmm. gifts that we're given. And it's about if we just can take our own eyes out and look at the world through Christ's eyes, I think we see that it's really not about us. It might be about that person needed that for today. I love that you said that. I I have a podcast I really enjoyed. Um, Shout out to Bob Goff and Amy Grant. He had one of my favorite singers on, and she has a very similar prayer, Lisa. She says, um, and Amy, sorry if I get this wrong, but let Let I come into contact with those that I need to be in contact with today and let those people come in contact with me that it's not, it's not coincidental. And, you know, just little things, listeners, I try to tell my kids, try not to be on your phone in the checkout at Walgreens, have a conversation with people that are trying to help you in the drive-thru and other things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you'll love this one. I'll make it very oh, short. But, no, the other, but the other day I was on my way to dog training and um, was late. I took a detour and there was the, the, the exit was blocked. So I had to take another one and I was so mad. I was, and I had Mabel in the back we took a long detour and I was like, oh my goodness, I'm going to be late. And then all of a sudden I looked down the street and all the cars were in the ditch and it was all over the place. And I was like, what's happening? And I saw a beautiful white lab running in the middle of the street, going back and forth. Oh Almost two gosh. cars hit it. And I was like, oh dear Jesus, please protect yes. us. So I mean, I was like, okay, I'm going to get out of the car. And I literally parked my car in the ditch and Mabel doesn't bark. I'd never heard her bark. And I was like, oh, great. And she was in the car. Well, I had accidentally hit the button where the window came down. 
Well, I parked my car and I went and got in the middle of the street because he was coming, but he wasn't going to anybody. Yeah. And I sat down and I just went, oh, Jesus, please let this dog come to me. And yes. I thought, I need Mabel, Mabel, bark. I was like, oh, Jesus, make her, bark. make her bark. And she stuck her head out and she barked and barked and barked. That dog stopped in its tracks looked at Mabel, ran right into my lap. I mean, that's just amazing. And we got him in the car and he had gotten loose from a house sitter and was in, I mean, almost got hit. And I thought, Lord, you took me on a detour to help get this to dog. Help. Yes. And Mabel barked. <laughs> when you I heard just Mabel. You know. you know, little things like that. And yes. I was like, oh, and I mean, the owner was just like, oh, you have no idea. And she was in tears. How did you get him to come? And I was like, well, I'm over here just praying. Please, Jesus. Please, please, please. come. Oh, it's yes, great. It was, and so you never know. You never know. And And listeners, have your eyes open for that. I mean, I think if we just wake up and we just go wonder what the day holds. It's very different than when we wake up and say, I'm going to put this foot on the floor. Lord, you direct him. Yeah. What you see is what you're looking for. If you look for those treasures, oh, they're everywhere. They are everywhere. And I know I want, I want to get as much of Lisa as we can, you all, because there's so much on our website and we get to have her here right now on this podcast. So I want to circle back to the joy jar. Oh, How the can joy listeners jar. do joy jars? If, if you're at home and you need to make a joy jar, can you just yes, tell someone absolutely. what they need to do? And that's one of the things that we're going to be doing as well is you can go to a hobby store and get little jars, mm -hmm. paint them, decorate them the way you want and put whatever you want on them. And I make little slips of paper and I switch them out every now and then, but just put a little thing on there that's doable. Visit a neighbor. Yes. Um, you know, when they had papers, we were like, take the neighbor's paper, make some cookies, something that you know is easy, simple, and there might be even some bigger ones. Cook someone dinner that needs it. Yes. And so um, I, for the longest time, every day pull from that jar and know that at the end of the day, we'll have a story to tell. Did we fulfill what we were supposed to do? And um, every single time, it just, you know, I pulled one out recently that was write an encouraging letter. Mm -hmm. And I wrote an encouraging letter to someone. And I was going to the mailbox to get some stamps. And it was one of those times again where I took a detour and went and got some stamps. But as I was leaving, the sweet little lady that was very elderly was barely making it to the door. And right when I was behind her, her cane slipped and she fell. Oh my God. In my arms. In your arms. I was right behind her. Isn't that amazing? Held her. I mean, I was like, oh, it happened so fast. Lifted her up. She was just in tears. I walked her to her car. And I mailed her letters for her and she sat down and she had just lost her husband to oh, COVID. Gosh. She was learning how to do things on her. This was something that he was doing. We got yeah. to share and talk and I was mailing a letter to someone else. But on the way, on I got way. to meet a sweet little lady and he actually had a care box in my car I was able to bless her with. And Isn't it was amazing? just such a precious moment. But I promise when you pull from this joy jar um, every day, it, you will have wonderful stories. And it's a great project to do if you do have children at the beginning of the day. Pull yes. something, you know, be nice to someone at school. And if you're Even empty nesters, call. yes. Sometimes I, I've really been trying to focus on 
what am I doing even along the way? Because my hero, Jesus, did his best ministry along the way, it seemed. Like he would walk from, mm-hmm. one of our pastors shared one time, everything was done in about a three and a half mile radius. And so back in the day, you didn't have all the technology that we have. And so along the way is where a lot of ministry happens. Absolutely. And so I've been trying to just shut off everything. Sometimes I need good Christian music or I need something uplifting, but sometimes I'll just be in my car and I'll think, Lord, do you want me to call someone right now? Mm -hmm. Do you want me to check in with anyone or do you want me to check in with you? So you can use car time, empty nesters. That used to be, as you know, the best time to talk with your kids. Or I love to talk with my husband or another family member. You can really enjoy, even if the background noise is on real soft, but if it's real quiet, sometimes that can be really intentional. Like, what oh, do you want absolutely. me to talk to today? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's, um, it's, it's it, absolutely. Well, I want to make sure before we wrap up, I wish I could talk with you for even, we may have to do this another time and have another podcast, but how, I want you to have the final, let's, for as much as you want to go here in the last five minutes, just if you're, if you're imagining an empty nesting person on the other side, and they're just not having a great day. Maybe things are, maybe the brokenness is more than we can bear. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's um, someone's listening and they're like, well, that sounds good, but I just don't know if I can get out of this. Please offer what you can because you've been through a lot and we want to learn from you. You know, and one of the, th- I can talk about my own experience when my four kids were gone. And I, one of the things that I really had to make sure is that I really did get into community and I started serving and I mm-hmm. didn't isolate. But I remember, my mom always saying, there's gifts, Lisa, many times that you have hidden that aren't wrapped in pretty paper. They're ugly yeah. wrappings and you're afraid to open them. Mm. And um, sometimes we mask those things in the busyness, maybe the busyness of our kids and the identity yeah. that we had in our children and they're gone. What are we now? What am I now? I'm not, mm-hmm. am I still a mom? Am I, you know, it's, it's shifting and changing. And so, you know, I realized that there were a lot of boxes that I refused to open that I didn't want to have to deal with. Fears. Um, one of, this is funny, one of the boxes was a fear of speaking in public. Oh, it was no. one of my biggest fears. Um, low self-esteem. Wow. So when my children left, what's my self-esteem now? Yes. And, um, you know, so many times we wear those masks mm-hmm. as, you know, because it, it, What's behind them is the what ifs. The what ifs. What if? What if now? What if now? And sidebar, sometimes as I do this podcast, or most every time, I also pray all the way through it that whatever conversation, it's interesting to me, Lisa, that one of your greatest giftedness in the area of that is public speaking. And yet (laughs) I want listeners who made this maybe their first podcast, they've never listened. I am a big believer in exposing the enemy and absolutely making sure that everyone that listens knows that we have an enemy. We have Satan who would love to never have Lisa speak again, who would love to have this podcast not go on ever again. And that is important too, in the quiet that we listen to the right voices. Oh, absolutely. And, and that you don't listen to the fears. And someone said about my book, well, you're really transparent. And I'm like, absolutely. I said, you know what? Because so many people are walking through broken and they're hiding 
and it's like a cancer that can eat you up. Yes. And the, the fact is, is that I'm so thankful for my story mm -hmm. and for all of those broken parts because the Lord was there and met me and got me into the wide open spaces yes. out of those boxes. And I couldn't have done it without him. And if I sat here and said, well, I've never been inside a box and I've never done, you know, right. I would just not being, it would not be, I would not be authentic. Yeah. And so as I opened up those boxes, even cancer and autoimmune disease and, you know, even fear of death mm -hmm. and losing my mom, sure. you know, I gave those boxes to the Lord and he sees them as gifts and he wants to use them in an incredible way. And so, um, that's when he catapults you outside of the box Yes, and that's where the miracles are. And mom always said, you know, in, in our nonprofit work, the most important thing in the nonprofits that we have, Lisa, is that God's handprints will be the thing seen, that the things that happen in the nonprofits, people can only say, oh, that's, that's God. That's God. There's nobody else that can do that besides God. That's right. And when that stops, no more. It has to be God driven. Yes. And, um, you know, I'm just, I'm so thankful because you get to see those great handprints when you're outside of the box. So I would really say to these people that are just in the dark place, and I can tell you, it wasn't that long ago that I was in the fetal position in my kitchen mm. for three days in that broken place of betrayal, thinking my husband didn't know if I was going to pull out of it. To be oh. honest, he's like, is she going to make it through this? She's going to make it. Um, it was the best day of my life because God had a plan. And I one of the prayers that we were praying was with our, our church, our pastor was praying dangerous prayers. Oddly enough, do you know what we were praying? Lord, break us. Yeah. Break us. <laughs> Be really Be serious really when careful. you pray that prayer. I was going to say, that's and, exactly and, right. And boy, he did. And it took us to a whole new place and, and God catapulted us. Um, so, and I just, there's so much more listeners. I, I highly encourage you to go to lisabain.com. Um, there's so much there. There's so much more to learn. There's so many photos you can see. There's joy in photos. There's, um, I love your blog too, because people can go through more of your stories. Oh, yeah. Bain there and, done and that. Bain there, isn't that clever? Bain there done that. Um, let me see if there's anything else at the end. I'm looking at my notes because Lisa and I've unpacked a lot and I also encourage women, I know there's some of you, because I hear from you, that are like, this all sounds great. I'm still really stuck. This is a great time to make sure your, your health is good. Mm -hmm. Check with your own doctor. We're all walking through menopause and hormones. There's podcasts for that. So that's mm -hmm. important. And then just re-listen to this and listen to Lisa's words. Go to her website. We're praying for you. Um, you have much to offer at this stage of your life. And it is an honor and a privilege to come across into your ear pods or however you listen to just, we hope you know that there are two ladies mm. here who are just going to keep praying. Absolutely. For and they can contact me anytime. Yes, yes, you can. There's a contact area on my website, on Lisa's. We're here for you. And I'm going to wrap us up today. Any final thoughts, Lisa? You have a purpose until your very last breath. And you Absolutely. are never too broken to, to use your story. Share it. Share, Share your it. story today. Share your story today. One foot in front of the other tomorrow. Listeners, thank you so, so much for tuning in. It's always an honor to be with you, that you spend time with me and my dear friend, Lisa. Um, we just encourage you and we'll be praying. And we just thank you for tuning in. Mm -hmm.